This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today is Tuesday, October 10th, 2023. Biden calls a lid before noon, two days before, uh, two days after at least 11 Americans are killed in Hamas terror attacks. Joe, interviewed by the special counsel probing this handling of classified documents, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxson. Joins the show, my name is Benny Johnson, and this is The Benny Show. So it's really important to remember this, that strong men create good times. Good times create weak men. Weak men create hard times. We are right now living in the weak men, hard times era, and it is not good. It is not pretty, nor is it uh, something that you really want to do a show on, because what you're seeing and what you're witnessing right now is the true and utter face of evil, the absolute abhorrent and despicable face of evil in Israel. You are seeing now what happens when you appease evil. You are not to appease evil. You should not appease evil. You should not bow your head and allow evil to exist among you. You should not link arms with evil or allow its existence. You remember in 2005, Israel completely pulled out of the Gaza Strip and left the area to become a terrorist hotbed. Immediately afterwards, the people who are living in Gaza elected a terrorist organization to lead them. What do you expect? It is true evil, and now we are seeing breaking news this morning, uh, the banality of that evil uh, further uh, laid bare before all of us. Uh, breaking this morning, some 40 uh, Israeli infants have been found beheaded in their beds in their kibbutz community uh, across the border from Gaza. Uh, please have a watch because you must be able to see the face of evil. You must look directly at it to know what you are facing. Enough of us living in fantasy land. Enough weak men creating hard times. Now is the time for strong men to rise and to say enough evil. Watch. This operation continues. We're also getting word that uh, alarms are going off in Tel Aviv. Uh, new rocket fire uh, there. Also uh, getting some horrific uh, images uh, coming from Israeli television. A reporter in the kibbutz, uh, Kafir Azar, uh, said the commander, the Israeli commander who liberated it from Hamas, says they found the bodies of 40 babies um, and some of them with their heads uh, cut off. And that's horrible to even say. Mm -hmm. uh, but this reporter is on the ground talking to the commander of this kibbutz. Uh, and there is video of this this interview. The atrocities, the uh, specific nature of what we're seeing out of this is actually hard to even calculate. Uh, we're joined now. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, that report from on the ground in Israel uh, breaking literally moments ago. Please watch. And it is important for you to understand the nature of evil, because we are going to talk about how we destroy it today. David, it's hard to even explain exactly just the mass casualties that happened right here. In fact, the Israeli military says they still don't have a clear number, but I'm talking to some of the soldiers and they say what they've witnessed as they've been walking through these different houses, these different communities, uh, babies, their heads cut off. That's what they said. Gunned down, families completely gunned down in their beds. You can see some of these soldiers right now comforting each other. Many of them reserves uh, who jumped into action, leaving their own families behind as well, not knowing the sheer horror that they were about to come to. They say they've never experienced anything like this. This is nothing that anyone could have even imagined when you're walking through here. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have at least 11 Americans who have been killed in the Hamas terror attacks that took place over the weekend on Saturday. These attacks were in Israel. Other Americans have likely been held hostage. Those families are reporting that Joe Biden has not reached out to them, that nobody in the administration has reached out to them. We are living inside of the weak, the weak men creating hard times cycle. And it's going to get worse before it gets better. I 
it, there are no other words, especially as a parent, as you witness the horrors of what happened this weekend. It is truly, truly evil. What do you do with evil? How do you confront evil? You cannot live with it. You cannot join hands with it. You cannot allow it into your nation. You must defeat it. Now, there is a large argument against American entanglement right now. I feel as though the entire world, you feel as though the entire world is going to hell, whether you look at Ukraine or whether you look at Israel right now. Uh, it seems as though we are declining at a quick pace and that America is being stretched too thin, too quickly. Things are, the wheels are beginning to come off. And these are the fruits of weakness, the fruits of decades of American weakness. Unfortunately, the reality is with the world that is fallen and sunken, where evil actually does exist, you must confront that evil and you must do it harshly and brutally. You have to be meaner than evil. Our leaders have been incapable or unwilling to be that mean. And we have allowed this to foment and fester in not only Israeli society, but also in our society here in America. There are many terrorist apologists walking the streets of our country today. What do you do with a situation like that? It is a spiritual and moral obligation that we have to confront that. Meanwhile, the incidents of members of the terrorist watch list crossing our borders on the southern border have spiked to astronomical levels. So what does that say about what might happen here in America in the coming days, weeks, or years? Weak men have created hard times. Ladies and gentlemen, you are seeing uh, what you are seeing uh, on the ground in Israel. There is, uh, there is, there is no... There is no way to excuse it away. It is barbarism. Uh, it is the pure basis of everything that is corrupted and wicked in our world. It doesn't matter uh, which political side you come from, which policy you may agree or disagree with. And it does seem that our own administration allowed it. It does seem that our own administration is here in America, the Biden administration, is not only encouraging the Iranian regime, which backs Hamas in Gaza. Gaza, remember, was surrendered over to the Palestinian Authority in 2005 as a peace agreement. This was supposed to bring lasting peace in the region. You do not negotiate with terrorists. You do not hand them goodies. You do not allow them to live among you. This is the results. The State Department confirming that nine Americans are dead. The number is now 11. Can you tell us what more you know about the Americans that have been killed so far? So I'll start with yes, I can confirm that nine Americans unfortunately have lost their lives as a result of these uh, horrific attacks in, in the region. We are in close contact with the uh, government of Israel as they continue to conduct security operations to, to locate uh, missing U.S. citizens, missing uh, Israeli citizens. And we are, of course, in, in uh, close contact with the families of these nine uh, deceased Americans and offering them any consular assistance that we can provide. Does the U.S. have any sense of how many American citizens or dual citizens are missing at this point? It's very hard to say. It's a number that moves all the time as the uh, uh, Israeli military continues to conduct military operations. There are missing Americans who are unaccounted for. Uh, we continue to work. Some of them will be located. We suspect some of them uh, may unfortunately turn out to be deceased, but we will work uh, on that with the government of Israel in the coming days. And is there any information available as to whether or not any of them have been taken hostage? Uh, we cannot confirm that at this point. There are reports uh, of that, but there are Americans who are unaccounted for, and our first priority is to locate those Americans, uh, find out what their status is uh, in the coming hours and days. No, actually, the administration's first priority was to post a tweet calling for all sides to de-escalate, essentially creating a parity, a moral equivalency between the Hamas terrorists and the Israelis who are defending their nation. This was the deleted tweet that was sent out immediately by the administration saying, yeah, this, they're the same people. The Israelis and the Gaza terrorists, they're the same people. People who butcher the children in their beds, 
man, I got to tell you, as a father, this, these, these shows are so tough. As a father, it, it is hard to look. It's hard to look. I've, I've, I've little kids who sleep in cribs. It is tough to see images like that. But you must, you must look. You must look and we must ask questions as a, as a nation, as a country. We must ask the questions of ourselves. What did we do to beget this? How responsible are we for the horrors that are going on in Israel right now? At the regime that runs America right now, what have they been doing? Well, they've been playing footsie. In fact, they've been funding this terrorism directly. Ladies and gentlemen, the Biden administration not only made a moral equivalency between the barbaric terrorists of Hamas murdering and butchering men, women, children, raping, and then beheading babies in their beds. Uh, the Biden administration immediately made a moral equivalency there and then went on to try and explain away that they did not actually fund Iran when they did. The Biden regime has been funding Iran, have been playing footsie with them under the table, have been going directly to the leaders of Iran to restart the catastrophic and suicidal Iran nuclear deal. Ladies and gentlemen, the Biden regime just unlocked $6 billion in funding for Iran in a direct payment to people who are delivering this terrorism and horrors to Israel right now. Money is fungible. That $6 billion went directly to buy Mad Max-style rockets and paragliders that flew into Israel to be used to butcher the children. The arms that the terrorists are wielding are American arms. There are multiple reports of American arms that were left in Afghanistan that are being used by terrorists right now to butcher Israelis. There are reports of American arms that were sold, that were sent to the Ukrainian conflict, but somehow wound up in the hands of the Palestinians. How is that possible? But more important, ladies and gentlemen, on day one, the first day in office, Joe Biden began, restarted payments directly to Hamas that Donald Trump had canceled. Donald Trump did not fund Gaza. Donald Trump stopped payments to Hamas. Hamas is a terrorist organization. The people of Gaza elected a terrorist organization to lead them. After being liberated, liberated, after Israel pulled all of their colonies out of Gaza, the Gaza Strip. By the way, there's no such thing as Palestine. There's just Israel. The entire nation is Israel. That's what it is on a map. Israel allows for the Palestinians to live in these areas and have removed all of their settlements from these areas. These areas then elect terrorist organizations to run them. That is what is happening in Gaza. They immediately turned around and elected a terrorist organization. And the Biden administration immediately started funding that terrorist organization. Shortly after Joe Biden took office, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken announced that the administration would resume direct payments to the terror regime in Gaza. These payments were canceled under Donald Trump. Millions of dollars of American taxpayer money began flowing directly to Hamas once more on the orders of Joe Biden. That money has been directly used to fund terrorist attacks in Israel. Last month, the Biden administration announced that they would be giving $6 billion to Iran in a prisoner swap deal. When pressed on if that money would be used for terrorism, Iran's president bragged that it would be spent wherever they need it. The Biden administration has bent over backwards to enrich Iran by relieving sanctions, restarting the suicidal Iran deal, and even hiring Iranian spies inside of our Pentagon. Today, Hamas launched 5,000 missiles on a surprise attack, the largest attacks to date. Where did they get the money for the missiles? Who supplied the missiles? The Biden administration. They have direct culpability and facilitated and funded this attack. This is why weak men create hard times. Weak men fund terrorist organizations thinking that with enough appeasement, you will simply get peace. That is a lie. Iran is one of the main suppliers of weapons of Hamas, and it's no coincidence that one of the largest single-night attacks came just a month after Iran received billions from the Biden administration. That's on top of, of course, the pallets of cash that Iran received under the Barack Obama administration. But of course, we are living in Barack Obama administration 2.0. Hamas military leaders thanked Iran and by proxy, the Biden administration, who enriches them for their support in the terror attack. Joe Biden's suicidal and catastrophic surrender in Afghanistan flooded the terrorist networks with fresh casts and pristine abandoned American weapons. Those weapons are being used to murder Israelis. The, Amer the American weapons that Biden gave to the terrorists in Afghanistan are visible on the battlefield today. The Biden administration 
surrendering and funding terrorists is currently in our nation the world's greatest evil. What did Joe Biden do as American hostages were being taken? As 11 Americans were once again murdered on his watch with the blood on Joe Biden's hand. As you can see here, U.S. Uh, Israeli ambassador Michael Herzog saying, we know that there are American hostages right now, currently, in this very moment. Watch. Can you give us more clarity about how many Americans are among the hostages? All I can say is that we know there are Americans about, uh, among the hostages, but I cannot provide more details at this point. So what does Joe Biden do? Joe Biden goes to a barbecue. I kid you not. So as people are being lit on fire, one of the images, I mean, it's hard to do a show like, it's really hard to do a show like this, obviously, because one, we're on the road and we're going through a major family issue right now. Two, so I'm really thought, you know, you really end up thinking a lot about your family in moments like this. Two, you can't even show you the, show the images, right? So the, the channel will get immediately demonetized if we were to show you the images that are, are available uh, for you to see on, on, the inter, on the internet, okay? We can't show them, nor will we. I mean, obviously, um, one, we don't want to propagate these things, but I can describe them to you. I can describe to you an image, uh, a video of an Israeli girl being ripped out of her home. She was like a preteen, uh, doused in gasoline and set on fire in the street. So while that's going on, Joe Biden goes to a barbecue. After claiming that the people who are butchering the babies are the moral equivalency of the Israeli soldiers. And that both sides need to just cool off for a little bit. That, this, is, this is what your administration is doing. And then over the last two days, Joe Biden has been silent on this. Not a statement from him. And only last night at 8 p.m. did the real president of the United States, Joe uh, Brock. Obama say anything about this conflict? Why did it take 72 hours for anyone to say anything about it? Because they know that is their policies that directly led to this attack. There is no escaping the culpability of the release of funds, the release of weapons, and the playing politics with terrorist organizations that clearly and evidently like empirically led to this attack. The Biden administration has called a lid, meaning Joe Biden will do no public events the last two days in a row before noon. Ladies and gentlemen, Joe Biden is completely broken. Joe Biden is finished. He is overwhelmed and overcome by the gravity of the situation, by the culpability that he has in the death and slaughter of innocent civilians and innocent Americans. Like, I am of the mind personally that America should, at its very best and forever, decide to not involve itself or entangle itself in foreign wars uh, or foreign problems. We have way too many problems here. I'm also in favor of Israel defending itself and doing everything in its power to stop its own innocent civilians from being slaughtered in their beds, along with the children being beheaded. I would probably take, I would probably say that the best path forward would be the clear-eyed realism of the world that was provided to us by Donald Trump. Here's what Donald Trump said less than a month ago. Can you believe that crooked Joe Biden is giving $6 billion to the terrorist regime in Iran? That money is going to be used for terrorism, after all, in the Middle East. It's an incompetent fool, absolutely destroying America. He had the audacity to announce this terrible deal on September 11th. Man, you end up forgetting that. On September 11th, he, Joe Biden announces that he's giving $6 billion to Iran to pay for hostages. It will lead to, this is breath, I mean, this is like Donald Trump Stradamus. To pay for hostages will lead to kidnapping, ransom, blackmail against Americans across the globe. I freed many dozens of our people from various unfriendly countries and never paid a dime. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why Donald Trump is surging right now. Absolutely surging in the polls. Incredible. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. 
Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. What's up here? Uh, hold on. I saw this poll direct, like right before we went live from Rasmussen. Today, more than half of all voters, including 80% of Republicans, now say they are, they are voting next year for President Trump. No one cares who he picks as a running mate, according to Rasmussen's poll. How times change. More than half of all voters, including 80% of Republicans, say they are voting for Donald Trump. Donald Trump now has the greatest advantage he has ever had in the polling against the Republican field. Donald Trump is now up by over 50 points for every Republican running against him. Because he has been correct. Because he has been correct on these issues. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken, who signed off on Biden's administration decision to unfreeze $6 billion in Iranian funds, admitted that those funds will be used for terrorism. This was before the tax. They did it anyway. Watch. The argument that money is fungible. So Iran may have known this money is coming and used other funds to help fund this attack that happened. Iran has, ha, Iran has unfortunately always used and focused its funds on supporting terrorism, on supporting groups like uh, like Hamas. Uh, and it's done that when there have been sanctions. It's done that when there haven't been sanctions. And it's always prioritized that. And again, I come back to the proposition that from these funds have always been under the law, available to Iran to use for humanitarian purposes. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not a Jew. I am not an Israeli. I'm not an Israeli citizen. I'm an American. And that's all. I'm an American Christian. I was born here. My parents were born here. My grandparents were born here. This is my nation. And I cannot concern myself with the affairs of other nations. I do not care necessarily about border disputes. I want other nations to solve their own problems. I want to solve my problems here at home. We should not be giving the nation that funded the slaughter of our men and women in Iraq and Afghanistan, Iran, Every roadside bomb was built by uh, uh, was built in Iran. Every mortar and IED that blew up a Humvee and left our boys dead or maimed for life came from Iran. And the Biden regime is saying, because you did sent ball bearings through the skulls and wrists, feet, legs, and eyes of our American men, we will now reward you with $6 billion for more ball bearings that can be buried underneath a road and then detonated from a distance. And when asked about what Iran will do with the $6 billion that was just gifted them by Joe Biden, the leader of Iran had this to say. But what is your expectation of its use? We're told that it's for humanitarian purposes, food and medicine. Do you believe you have the right to use that money in any way that you see fit? This money belongs to the Islamic Republic of Iran, and naturally, we will decide, the Islamic Republic of Iran will decide to, to spend it wherever uh, we need it. So if I hear you clearly that it will be used for more than humanitarian purposes in your view. Humanitarian means whatever the Iranian people need. So this money will be budgeted for those needs. And the needs of the Iranian people will be decided and determined by the Iranian government. The asshats who run this administration are weak men. Weak men create hard times. And we are living right now inside of that cycle. John Kirby, the greasiest of the weak men, the Pentagon spokesperson, was asked directly on September 13th, 2023, exactly one month before the Iran-funded attacks on Israel that has led to the slaughter of, I believe, thousands now, the death of 11 Americans and the hostages of America, the American hostages that have been taken and may well be executed on live television as Hamas has promised. 
John Kirby was asked one month before all of this happened, won't giving Iran all this money free them up to use that money for terrorist activities? Listen to this response. You insist the Iranian regime won't touch the $6 billion of Iranian funds being unfrozen. But isn't it true that this frees Tehran up to spend more on other nefarious goals like supporting terrorism and boosting its nuclear program? Well, to the degree that they continue destabilizing activities and and it's, you know, I I can't predict what they'll do going forward here, uh, but we are already... Uh, have pressure in place on, on Iran, both through sanctions and through mil- our military presence in the Gulf region. We won't hesitate to take additional actions as we see further destabilizing activity by Iran. But Critics say it frees up other funds for Iran to finance terrorism. The exiled son of Iran's last Shah calling history the best guide. We saw what happened to the money that was released to the Iranian regime under the Obama administration. It went to further finance the regime's proxies in Syria and Lebanon. So you're telling me that after shipping Iran literal pallets of cash in the dark of night, remember, that's one of the last acts that Barack Obama engaged in. One of the last things that happened under the watch of Barack Obama, in case you were wondering what a damaging and vicious and villainous agent Barack Obama is in the American political zeitgeist. One of his final acts as president was to load up a billion dollars in unmarked bills on a C-17 and fly it in the dark of night into Iran to pay off terrorists. And what have we gotten? Have we gotten a, a safer world? On September 19th, Biden spokesperson John Kirby was asked once more if the $6 billion that Joe Biden is sending to Iran and Joe Biden read Barack Obama. Barack, this is Barack Obama's third term. He's just continuing the policies of the Obama regime. All Joe Biden is, is a barely warm placeholder. Low information, low IQ, very smooth-brained placeholder for what is happening right now around the world. The regime of Joe Biden is stacked, stem to stern, with hardened Barack Obama acolytes. Barack Obama has kept his mansion that is just blocks away from the White House, where Barack Obama lives, spends most of his time, a neighborhood called Colorama, where he runs effectively the United States government. Armed to the teeth with acolytes throughout the Biden regime. So Joe Biden is, of course, not in charge. He's not calling the shots. It is Barack Obama and the continuation of the Obama policies. Listen to the greasy, greasy, liar, defense spokesperson, a man who I don't even know how this, I don't know, I don't know how John Kirby sleeps at night, trying to explain that giving a terrorist organization $6 billion will not lead to the beheadings of Israeli babies while they sleep. We have the means, the tools, both military and economic, to hold them accountable. So uh, if, in fact, uh, they decide to um, increase their support for terrorist activities or increase their maritime uh, attacks in in the Gulf, we're going to be ready to counter that. We're going to be ready to hold them accountable. We're going to be ready to try to deter that activity. Hmm. Oh, okay. We're going to be ready. Were you ready? Were you? Because a couple of days ago, Jake Sullivan, remember, the Russia collusion hoaxer, the man who spread the Russia collusion disinformation lies about Donald Trump that were completely and totally wholly created by Hillary Clinton in order to smear Donald Trump. Jake Sullivan, who has been rewarded as a close member of the Biden crime family. Remember, it is Jake Sullivan who negotiated all of the Ukraine deals. Jake Sullivan was the one who was on the plane to Ukraine with Hunter Biden and Joe. This is the hatchet man for the Biden family. This is the architect of the Barack Obama foreign policy that is the controlled demolition of a peaceful world dominated by American justice and military might. Ladies and gentlemen, that same Jake Sullivan, Nyan two weeks ago, said the Middle East is as peaceful as it's ever been. Watch. And what we said is we want to depressurize de-escalate and ultimately integrate the Middle East region. The war in Yemen is in its 19 month of truce. For now, the Iranian attacks against U.S. forces have stopped. Our presence in Iraq is stable. I emphasize for now because all of that can change. 
And the Middle East region is quieter today than it has been in two decades. There you go. Life comes at you fast. Weak men. Doesn't that, isn't that just the image of a weak man? The limp wrist, the translucent skin, the friar tuck hairline, the muling and slithering and slurping. Weak men, hard times. Weak men create hard times. Ladies and gentlemen, we have a enemy within. There are thousands of members of the terrorist watch list that have crossed into our nation. Joe Biden and his regime, the Barack Obama's third term, has released 99% of all illegal migrant crossers into America, according to a New York Post report published this morning. Those individuals are nowhere to be found. Nobody has any idea where those sleeper cells may be or where they might have gone. This is criminal. You should be court-martialed for this. This is a, something that should immediately lead to an impeachment and a criminal case against Mayorkas and against everyone who is facilitating and funding this. Why they are doing this invasion? Well, it's multiple faceted, multifaceted. But here's what we know. We know that there are an enormous number of terrorist sympathizers, not only on the streets of America, but also inside of our Congress. This is what New York looked like as the images of Israelis being burned alive and children being beheaded in their beds hit the internet. Early morning on Saturday, October 7th, our resistance stormed illegal settlements and paraglided across colonial borders. All right. In this operation, I love so much. Are you part of the the resistance fires more than 5,000 rockets. So they're cheering the rockets being fired at civilians. Now, there are going to be civilians who die in both sides of this battle, and I wish that that wasn't the case. I don't like the calls for genocide. I don't like the dehumanization. As a Christian, I believe that all human beings are created by God. And while human beings can be led astray and where evil, the evil men deserve, absolutely deserve what's coming to them. Unfortunately, we do not live inside of a la-la land fabrication, pink-walled, fluffy-pillowed universe. We do not live inside of unicorn land. Unfortunately, there are going to be civilian casualties on both sides. I don't like what I'm seeing. I am saddened for the death when parents grieve over the deaths of their children. But the question needs to be asked. Why do the people in Gaza continue to elect a terrorist organization? Why does that terrorist organization take the humanitarian aid that is sent to Gaza and use it to buy weapons and create Mad Max style uh, uh, paragliders to fly in? to music festivals and slaughter 200 civilians, rape women, and then take them back uh, like Stone Age, uh, sex slaves and hostages. I mean, at some point, that system is going to break. And if you choose to live or allow that system, much like in America, when we choose to allow evil systems or evil administrations to take root here, we suffer the consequences. Americans equally, like Americans suffer consequences of very bad elections or very bad uh, 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 policies that we were not awake for. These are the, this is the gravity of the universe, ladies and gentlemen. Canada, in Canada, there were masses of young men supporting Hamas and the terrorist attacks against Israel, waving flags. This is something that occurred all around the Western Hemisphere. In Australia, in London, this is what Ontario looked like. So, ladies and gentlemen, there's only one man that has been right on this issue in the modern day who has had any political power to do anything about it. It's the man who created peace in our time, a man who created zero new wars, a man who rightly was predicting that this 
freeing up of $6 billion in fungible cash for the Iranians would lead, of course, to death, destruction, and the kidnapping of Americans. Damn, was he right. Donald Trump giving a speech yesterday about the attack. And maybe we need Trump back. Watch. Uh, the Israeli attack was made because we are perceived as being weak and ineffective and with a leak, a really weak leader. And-, and Trump continued, ladies and gentlemen, to talk about the terror attacks here. As president, I will once again stand strongly with the state of Israel and we will cut off the money to the terrorists on day one. And reimpose the travel ban on terror afflicted Countries, I had a travel ban. You know, we think of it. I don't. I don't like talking about it, but now I can, because the time is up. I went four years without a problem, four years because I had a travel ban, and the Islamic terrorists weren't allowed. It was very tough for them. I had a very strong travel ban. We didn't have a problem in four years. People forget that. People forget what happened before I was there. We had a big, big problem. But the bloodshed and killing that we saw this week will never, ever be allowed to happen on American soil, except for the fact that we have now allowed tens of thousands of probable terrorists into our country. We have people coming, men coming in from China by the thousands, men, not women, men coming in by the thousands. We have men coming in from the Middle East by the thousands and thousands, and they let them come in, just come right in. There's something going on, and we've got to be careful. We need smart leadership. If we don't have smart leadership, we're not going to have a country any longer. We need clear-eyed, grounded in reality, strong man leadership. I do not know, for the life of me, I do not know why they keep our southern border open. I can come up, there are a number of theories that where you can postulate. But at some point, you have to assume that they want something bad to happen. At a certain point, Occam's razor is going to drive anyone who is realistic about the situation into assuming they just want something bad to happen. How else can you explain this? According to internal Border Patrol data provided and confirmed by the Border Patrol, sources reveal thousands of special interest aliens from mostly Middle Eastern countries have been apprehended by Border Patrol while crossing into the U.S. illegally over the last two years. Syria, 500. Yemen, 139. Iran, 659 Iranian nationals. 123 Iraqis, 6,000 Afghanis, 146 people from Lebanon, 3,000 people from Egypt, Pakistan, 1,000 people, 1,600 Uzbekistan, 13,000, and Turkey, 30,000. How many of these people have connections to a terrorist organization? This is a very basic and simple question that any logical nation would ask, but we are not a logical nation any longer. Ladies and gentlemen, the great Cash Patel, somebody who we deeply admire and respect on this program, was asking those questions, saying, at what point like, have we utterly lost control of our nation, at what point do we assume that there is a Gaza Strip in America that is ready to strike cash? Of what these animals did to the people in Israel. And these are just, and these are just, you know, these are old women, these are families, they're shooting children, these, the kid, the, the girls. Okay. That's going to happen in the United States of America. That day is coming. Write that down. That day is coming. Because of what we're allowing to happen on the southern border. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, just think about it. Look at, do the math. They admitted to us they have two dozen terrorists here in America they can't track. 220,000 a month. What if 1% of those individuals were affiliated, 1% with criminal organizations that we know of, with cartels that we know of, with foreign terrorist organizations that we know of, and they are in and around America and have been moving in and around America for two plus months with CCP funding, Iranian support, Mideast terrorist organization financing, all to do one thing, establish sleep yourselves in the U.S. and yes. wait for the right time to do this yes. to us. Like, finally, the line. At what point do we allow ourselves to be attacked? We've done an extensive series of reporting on what happened in the lead up to September 11th, either by incompetence or malevolence. 
our CIA working with the Saudis allowed for the hijackers to enter our nation, allowed for them to take flight training. Now, this might have just been them gathering ops or assuming or losing track. Who knows? I don't know. But our own federal government says that this was an operation in order to track a terror cell. But they weren't prepared for what happened. And of course, we all know what happened next. Consider that times thousands and thousands and thousands. There were 19 hijackers. And look at what they did. And now we're sitting here with 30,000 people from Turkey alone crossing illegally into America. There is, look at these numbers. Look at these, Iran is a direct blood enemy of America. They have a regime funded, of course, by Joe Biden that maimed, killed, slaughtered, or put in wheelchairs for the rest of their lives, American soldiers in Iraq and Afghanistan. Iran is the main funder of terror throughout the entire Mideast. And we are letting nearly a thousand Iranian nationals cross into America, hoping everything's going to be fine. What happens when the IEDs hit here, your road, heading to your house? I see what's, you know, I see these cribs and these cradles in Israel, and you're seeing the result of what happens when you lose control of your border. Israel, this is ultimately another example of a nation that lost control, if only for a moment, of their border, and you can see the hell that awaits them. Ladies and gentlemen, now is a time of uh, extreme breaking news. It is a uh, tough time to be alive. The weak men have created hard times, but that means that you need to stay connected. You need to stay protected. Uh, you need to arm yourself now. I saw a statistic that only 2% of Americans, uh, I'm sorry, 2% of Israelis own firearms, which I think is crazy. I hope that statistic is wrong because what should happen when a bad man comes to your door to do harm to your family is they should be met with force ladies and gentlemen, and you should be knowledgeable about what is happening in the world around you. I encourage you to use and switch over to Patriot Mobile so that you can stay connected along with our show. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. They are dependable on all three major networks. It means you get the same coverage that you've been accustomed to without funding the left, without funding people who hate you. This is dependable coverage in breaking news times and in dramatic times kind of times that we are living in right now. You must stay connected. You must stay alert. Go to patreonmobile.com slash Benny or call 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code Benny. Join me today. Make the switch today. patreonmobile.com slash Benny. Ladies and gentlemen, these numbers across the border are absolutely stunning. There is one man who has been trying to prevent this from happening. He has been using every tool at his possible be beckon every tool that he can possibly wield in order to prevent this from happening inside of the state with the largest border with Mexico, Texas. I'm very interested in having this conversation with the great attorney general of Texas, Ken Paxson, who joins the program now. Hi, thank you so much uh, for being on the program, uh, Ken. I, uh, we've been covering the uh, remarkable number of terrorists or presume, you know, members of the terrorist watch list that have been flowing into our nation. Uh, you have been trying to stop this. Can you give me an update on your battle with the Biden regime to stop a Gaza-style Hamas terror attack here in America? Well, it's been incredibly frustrating. We have many lawsuits that have made some impact on, on the Biden administration's ability to bring more people in. But let's be honest, they have a they have a relationship, a partnership with the cartels. And the cartels know that if they bring people to the border, they don't have to hide them. They don't have to run. They can just drop them off with the Biden administration and the Border Patrol under Biden administration orders directs them to different places in our country. Many of them in my state, many of them in your state. And that's the reality of where we're at. We've stopped some of that and we've got, I, I'm trying to come up with a lawsuit and I'm encouraging our governor and legislature to put me in a position where we actually are potentially in violation of the USV Arizona case. 
because that's the case that set this all up, which said that states can't legislate in this area of immigration, but it cannot be right that a federal government can pass laws, then not enforce them, and then punish states like mine who try to enforce our own, own laws, given the fact that the administration won't enforce theirs. That cannot be the law because it causes too many bad consequences to our citizens. I mean, what you are witnessing right now in Israel is, of course, the failure to patrol a border, uh, the hell that can happen when you have people who hate your nation, your policies or your people that are in close proximity to those neighborhoods and in close proximity to the innocents, uh, men, women, children. And what you're seeing with the terrorist watch list and the number of people entering our country from the terrorist watch list. Do you think it's just a matter of time before something happens here, Mr. Attorney General? Uh, oh, absolutely. And I think the Biden administration knows that they they they're for some reason they, they're in favor of this because they're not. Why? How, sir? I, I, like how? I, I, is, I is it malevolent? It's, it's bordering it's on malevolence. It's got to be malevolent because they know. I mean, they have more information than you and I have on who's yeah. coming across the border. They have way more information and they know that some very bad people are coming into this country. And, and yet they not only allow it, but they encourage it. So, yes. There's no getting around it. It's malevolent. The whole border crisis that we're dealing with is created by the Biden administration. We know how things had been done under the Trump administration. The numbers were dropping significantly. And under this administration, well, they're up three, 400 percent or more. And we have people coming from, you know, 150 countries around the world, many of them from the countries you're talking about, terrorist countries. This is all done on purpose. There's no getting around that this administration is doing things that are very bad for America. So you have tried your, it seems like every other week, Texas uh, attempts to develop another way to stop this, cr the criminal aliens from entering our nation. And I wish to simply define criminal alien because in immigration bills that Joe Biden helped craft, entering America, not at a port of entry uh, and entering America illegally makes you a felon. And then every minute you stay in this country is felonies on top of that felony. So they are criminal aliens. You've put up barbed wire. You are now allowed to build the wall, I suppose. Where do we stand on securing the border in Texas? Look, we're, as you're saying, we are, we're trying every day. We, we've got a lawsuit that tries to stop them from, you know, they fly, they're flying people in now, 30,000 a month from Venezuela, Haiti, Cuba, and uh, another country, it, it's crazy that they're they're not even having to cross the border anymore, that the administration is allowing them to fly in and they can drop them in wherever they want to. So we are in a, a, a struggle, not just with the cartels, not just with these illegals. We're in a struggle with our own our own country, our own leadership that is encouraging, partnering. And the media, the normal media, just doesn't really cover it that way. They, they, they make it seem like it's a, a problem that we can't stop. The reality is we can stop it, but we need the help of the federal government. And we're going to continue. We've got another lawsuit we're working on as it relates to the federal government cutting down our, 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 our wire and, and, and moving our barriers. And, you know, we've tried to put barriers in the water. We've got a lawsuit going with that. So we're trying to stop this. We're trying to do what we can. But we're in a pitch battle with the federal government that says no. We want these people here. We don't care how much uh, damage they do. We want the cartels to profit. We're going to encourage them to profit. And if we end up with a lot of really bad people that commit crimes and potential terrorism, we are good with that, including uh, death, death of children from fentanyl overdoses. We are good with all of that as long as we get more people in this country. It is truly, it is truly the banality of evil. And it's hard to look evil in the face. I don't know why. You can only assume controlled demolition. Like You can only assume that they're doing this out of the pure bile and hatred for America itself, that there's there's only one rationale because that this is, I mean, it, it's suicidal. 9-11 was a border control issue. It was an immigration issue, a broken border issue. It was September 11th uh, that directly led to the 19 hijackers coming in here. And now you can see tens of thousands of people on the terror watch list uh, or people of interest that have flooded across the Texas border, presumably, um, as they cut the barbed wire. Uh, can you fill me in on that? Because that image went viral of the federal government coming in and cutting the barbed wire. The barbed wire seemed to be quite effective deterrent, uh, but the federal government stepped in in order to remove that. Who has jurisdiction there? 
So we're working on that case. I think we're going to end up having a lawsuit on that. It's it's a challenge because you've got Border Patrol that supposedly has control of the border, yet they're coming onto property that's not theirs and cutting down barriers to stop these people from crossing the border in all places, which is really, I mean, you saw the pictures. It's hard to believe that's our Border Patrol. And I feel bad for them because I don't think that's what they want to be doing. They want to actually enforce the laws. They're being forced basically to violate federal law and violate the sovereignty of our country. And I, I can't imagine that's a good feeling, but that's the administration we have. We have an administration that is is basically people. And, and for what reason, I, all I can say is that they obviously don't love the free, the free country that, that, that our founders put in place. They have another agenda and they're, they're not, they're not friendly to the, 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 the good goals of, of taking care of the, the American people. Yeah. Final question for you, Mr. Attorney General. Joe Biden got an interesting news cycle uh, on Thursday and Friday because they're allowing wall to be built in Texas. Can you knock that story down? Like what's actually happening? Uh, are they actually building Donald Trump's wall? Uh, Joe Biden says he has no choice. He's got to do it. Uh, what's what's the reality on the ground in Texas? Well, so far, I don't think there's a reality at all. I think that's a message. He realizes he's an election year. He's a year out from from an election. He's got a primary. Uh, I think he's he's just responding to that. Why? Why would he have dismantled the entire border and dismantled every policy and law that worked? fought us on defending the country? And suddenly he's he's gotten religion and he cares about building a wall because he didn't have a choice. That is not the Joe Biden of the last three years. And I don't believe it's a Joe Biden of now. This is pure politics. The wall will not be built because of him. It will be only built in spite of him. And that's why we need to change an administration. We need a president that actually cares about this country. Yes. I know that you've worked very closely with Donald Trump. I'm sure you're excited for him to be back in office. Absolutely. I'm, I'm ready for a change. And I know that he cares about that issue. And I know he'll get something done rather quickly. Yes. Well, Godspeed, sir, in your battles. Obviously, you have quite a battle in the state of Texas, even internally in the Republican Party. We are, love seeing you victorious. Uh, steady on. Godspeed, Mr. Turner. Hey, thank you for having me on. Have a great day. Ladies and gentlemen, with the concurrent wars that inexorably America will be pulled into. There's breaking reports of the Pentagon saying that special hostage rescue teams have just landed in Israel. Uh, we are witnessing an economic meltdown unlike anything else. Wars are expensive. The amount of money we've sent to Ukraine is expensive. These things drag on and these things can drag down your economy. You're seeing it now. Inflation is at a 40-year high. The budgets are being blown out. Gas prices have doubled since the year 2020 and monthly bills are absolutely astronomical. Please do not let your money get inflated into worthlessness. Don't let it happen to you. Go gold today with my friends at Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold will help protect your future, your IRA, 401k, and everything that you have put away to save for your family. Entire show about like how devastating it is when we, when we lose uh, our family and cannot protect our families. It is tragic. Don't let it happen to you. Please diversify today with Allegiance Gold. Go to protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Get up to $5,000 in free silver with a qualifying purchase. Do not wait. Protect your future now with Allegiance Gold. Allegiance Gold. Protectwithbenny.com today or call 844-66-BENNY. Well, Joe Biden has been interviewed by the special counsel probing the mishandling of classified documents at his home on Sunday and Monday. Well, this is quite interesting, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, it seems like this is a distraction tactic inside of the news cycle. I'm sure they said, just put this out because we need the news cycle to change from us funding the terrorists that butchered people in Israel. President Joe Biden has been interviewed as part of an independent investigation into the handling of classified documents. The White House said on Monday night, spokesperson Ian Sams said in a statement that the interview was voluntary and conducted at the White House on Sunday and Monday. And the interview concluded on Monday. Oh, wow. Really? I really look forward to seeing this. Uh, Attorney General Merrick Garland's Robert Herr special counsel investigation, even though you hear every single two seconds you hear a, a leak out of the special counsel against Donald Trump. You haven't heard Jack from this Robert Herr, who was installed by Merrick Garland. Biden has said he didn't know that the documents were there. Garland was appointed to oversee the politically sensitive matter uh, to uh, avoid conflicts of interest. Yeah, right. 
Joe Biden and the White House are cooperating, according to spokespeople, and he referred questions to the Justice Department. The interview could signal that the special counsel investigation is nearing its conclusion. Investigators into her office have already cast a broad net on the probe, interviewing a wide range of witnesses, and their knowledge of classified documents were handled. Just a reminder that Joe Biden kept classified documents in uh, dozens of locations. These documents, of course, had uh, accessibility to all manner of uh, bad operators. Uh, Joe Biden's uh, the Biden Center uh, in at Pennsylvania University of Penn uh, was literally wholesale funded by the Communist Chinese Party. So, you know, at, w- at what point do you start to just connect the dots here? It's pretty obvious. Joe Biden held, ha- had classified documents inside of his garage next to his Corvette. Uh, but Joe Biden now being interviewed, don't expect, you know, like, w- w- what do you think is really going to come of this? You, like, do you think the special counsel is going to do anything? I have very low hopes. Joe Biden being interviewed, though, is at least interesting. Why? And President Biden has been interviewed by special counsel Robert Hur as part of the investigation into the handling of sensitive and classified documents. The White House says the interview was voluntary and took place both on Sunday and on Monday. Documents from Biden's time as vice president were discovered at the Penn Biden Center in 2022. Additional documents were also found in the garage of his Wilmington, Delaware home. How could we forget? Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, how can we forget? How can how can I how can I uh, forget to not do my show from the studio? Man, I miss our studio. Look at this. Look at this giant ray of sun coming directly into our shot. Look at that. Wow. I'll just I'll view this as like the the Simba moment. Here we go. This is the Simba moment. Circle of life. I'm being you know. Here we go. The sun glaring down upon me. The heat. Uh, blistering this little side bedroom that we're broadcasting from here today as we get through a show while we're on the road for a uh, emergency family trip um, that we, you know, that you just have to take in these times in life. And I'll, I'll be able to elaborate more uh, on that. My wife and children, everyone is safe, but we're, we're having to take an, an, an emergency, emergency family trip for a family matter. Um, and so here we are with the, with the sun. Look at that. It does feel, ladies and gentlemen, that we are in the uh, the hot seat right now as a nation. It feels as though there is a breaking point uh, that is occurring and that people are beginning to say enough, enough with the Ukraine funding, enough with the grift from Washington, enough with the deep state. They are indeed in the hot seat. There is a fragile coalition that is being created saying, wait a second, you people have made the world far worse in your tenureship. It is time for a changing of the guard. It, enough of the McCarthy's and the Paul Ryan's and the John Boehner's, enough of the Washington generals, the Harlem Globetrotters, enough of the globalists. This is a broken system and we need actual real change. You're beginning to really see that like manifest itself in really shocking ways. I mean, consider this, you have unified, unified support against further funding of the war in Ukraine which is, of course, further funding for the grift of Washington, D.C. These are important moments. I'll state this as hard as a show is like this to do. And of course, it's been hard seeing, you know, as a father uh, to little girls and, and, a, and a, a little boy now, uh, been a girl dad for three years. So I have to get used to get used to saying that my son's only three weeks old. Um these kind of shows suck, man, not only because we're on the road and because the sun's glaring in my face, but like they suck because uh, you put yourself in the position of these parents who lost their children. And it, it is unimaginable. I will do anything to prevent that from happening here. The administration that uh, is allowing for those kind of horrors to be vested upon us here in America, that is what Joe Biden is doing. Joe Biden is allowing for it, encouraging it, and paying people to do that here. He's paying people to do it abroad, and they're paying to do it here. They are a suicidal, barbaric, and demonic administration, our administration here in America. I am not a Jew. I am not an Israeli. I'm not not a citizen of Israel. I'm an American. I am responsible for what happens here. And that's why we spent the vast majority of the show not talking about internal Israeli politics, but talking about American politics. And how do we get our home in order. 
And that's what I desperately wish to do uh, with this next election in 2024. That's what we are going to devote all of our time and all of our effort and all of our energy into doing and to exposing the people who wish to bring these unspeakable uh, evils to our shore and to your communities. We must stop them and we will, ladies and gentlemen. Keep clear eyed with a verse of the day. Ephesians 6, 16, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Ladies and gentlemen, get your shields, get your shields up. Do not let the evil one fire at you. Do not be left unprotected uh, in this moment. Faith is obviously one of the greatest shields that we can have. And there are other ways that we can protect ourselves, our homeland, our nation. And we're going to be talking about them in, at length in the coming days and weeks as we begin to realize the world that has been created for us by weak men. We will stop it. We will fight. And strong men will rise and protect and create good times once more. It's your boy, Benny. Thank you so much for watching today. This is The Benny Show. See ya.